Hello, ladies, gentlemen, neither supposed and in betweens, and welcome back to another special lore episode of LGBT D&D. For this lore episode, we're going to be delving a little bit deeper into some of the topics we discussed in our first lore episode, so if you haven't seen that one already, make sure that you listen to that episode of our podcast down below. And now to start off our conversation about the countries of Paravalis, as well as the role of magic within the world, Leo is going to start us off today. Take it away, Leo. Oh my god. I have a, I have a kind of question follow-up. Each of these kingdoms, you know, the, the Pluridinians, these, like, the coastal states, the Republic of... Artisan, yeah, dude. Oh, which I, which I feel has made some recent acquisitions that mm-hmm. may rub me the wrong way. Yeah. Um, do they have a particular god that they like worship more than the other gods of the pantheon? You know how like Athens was named after Athena, etc. You know what I mean? Like, is are certain cities like you know associated more? Um, with certain gods and would that be common knowledge Mm -hmm. to us you know what i mean like is it something that we know about like oh shit the plurindinians you know clearly i think you mentioned right they have a they have a temple to stormhold it is Um, believed at least that the uh plurindinians have it's believed that they at least know the location the royal family because yeah very much in line with what you were saying uh the capital city of the Plarendunian Empire named Kogan is named after a dwarven uh, would-be prince who became Stormhold. Uh, the way that I always say the names for it is the name of the god and then the name of the person that ascended to godhood. So, like, that would be Stormhold Kogan. Uh, ah, cool. So, Stormhold Kogan. Good wrestler name. That's sick, dude. Damn. Kogan? That's fire. Fuck. <laughs> I'm jealous. Kogan ended right up uh, not really succeeding as well as a leader previous to being a becoming Stormhold. Mm. Ended up leading a military conquest that conquered most most of Akimansera. And now within oh, the last shit. about like 200-ish years, we're starting to get the recoil back. So Of that. Yeah. Of the Plurindinian aggression. Yes. Yeah, the coastal states were originally part of the Plarendunians. They gathered together to fight the Plarendunians back. And so now that's why they're the kind of loosely associated states. So that's why they're all on the coast and they're loosely associated. Okay, sick. So they they just reclaimed, the coastal states just reclaimed, like, within the last 200 years or so. This this coastal empire that they have, their trade with the with the Calaveroras, the Elfhaven. Um, all right, great, great. And the Plurindinian Empire had that territory recently, like up until the last two hundred years, mm-hmm. and they lost it in a revolt. Uh, yeah, in a revolution that the coastal states ended up taking back their land, fighting the Plurindinians back. This was was there was there a leader of the revolt? Like was there like is this like common knowledge? Like oh shit! Like when the coastal states were taken back by you know whatever, but, or was there a what did we call it a movement? The coastal movement or something? Like it, was this like a moment in history that we all know and we are like are familiar with, or is this like again like something that's still hidden? Oh no, this is definitely mysterious. something that is well known. The coastal states okay. have become their own. Uh, full like entity yeah yeah and how it happened how it happened not lost to history 
but may I may not know it as a fucking like knight with nine intelligence. Yeah, you may not just because also you were from the other side of the continent at the time. Mm. Indeed, true. Indeed, I don't think word traveled as far to Wolfward. But yeah, there um, world word somewhat would have traveled there that they rebelled, but not as much about who and how. About how uh, and what went down and why. Yes, yeah, but yeah, it same. was. Uh, you would have, or people can know. The yeah, people would know. Yeah, the uh, elves on Calabaros helped support the war effort for those coastal states. Oh, there was a association between all of them. Sick. The sort of biggest event was a combined strike between each of the states to rebel the Plarendunian guards from there, and that sort sick. of kicked off the whole thing. I'm less of a, a geopolitical level, um, but more of a fantastical kind of thing. Uh, within this world, you know, uh, on a scale of, like, magic is super rare to, like, Eberron, where everyone knows a cantrip, like, where would you say, like, the commonality of magic within this world falls? I like to think it's definitely closer to Eberron. I, I like having magic everywhere around yeah. it's more fun <laughs> well for ada apparently you know <laughs> oh yeah fuck mad i mean fuck magic ada that wishes. comes from nothing ada's like no no well yeah, ada's like what are you talking magic, about <laughs> magic ada thinks that magic surely comes from research and hard work and determination that comes from research so you're gonna hear all about this yeah. in ada's manifesto um but magic coming yeah. from just Indeed. being is thought to be dirty low magic and therefore should not exist (laughs) innate magic um in terms of like the actual you know because we have this ongoing joke of like ah wizards oh like how common would you say like you know wizard schools and and, and colleges really are within this world that's one of the great things about the uh the library of ketis is they do have some introductory courses that they will that is pretty much open call for anyone of any means to learn a little bit of arcana uh it's not much that they end up teaching everybody so you have to get into some of the more higher up kind of wizarding things more apprenticeships uh than kind of many high level places yeah, yeah studying underneath those like big bad wizards you know oh, walking yeah. around, big baddies like, baby it's like hey is that Mordekainen? he's not supposed to be in this setting what's going on um <laughs> yeah he's not his wizard's tower is supposed to be on a demiplane yeah <laughs> what's that doing uh, here how <laughs> often are sorcerers here occurring in this world then where they just know they just randomly can do whatever sorcerers like, concept is i mean known as a thing that is possible not super yeah. common. Same. It is more common and, that you would meet uh, someone who is trained in magic than who is. Ah, you know that that gives that provides some context to just Varel just always being like wizards yeah. about me and instead of being because... like wizards, sorcerers, druids, and clerics every time he mm. fucking <laughs> gets overwhelmed by you spellcasters. <laughs> exactly, definitely shortens it up a bit and fits. The Lord. I also love that uh, Ada has this hatred of magic, especially also compared to grass, because we've oh, never yeah. really had that interaction yet. Yes. Of mm-hmm. yes. Ada challenging grass's magic. 
True. true. That is true. Yeah. Grass is just really chill, you know? Like, no, <laughs> nobody's coming over and attacking Grass. Yeah. <laughs> Grass is as for conflict. It's because he's such a good does, time. Does Ada you know? even know that, that druid magic is magic? Or Whoa, is Ada sick, just like, yeah. damn, she's Grass just, is really good with plants. I, yeah. Grass is great with plant life. Yeah, she's Green a great thumb. botanist. Yeah, I mean, most of the time that Ada's been interacting with Grass, she's been under the, some sort of influence, so I could have just chalked it up to... True. to It's like every... <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's some wild... Memory loss is um, a sign of hanging out with Grass. The half yeah. weed is not the best on... Every time we hang out, I fail the con save, you know. <laughs> and that's why you cough like a little bit. And I spend the rest of the session just being like, oh god, don't... Not a word to the wizards! Yeah. <laughs> and I just crawl back into my yeah. tent. Yeah. <laughs> so sick. And there you have it, folks, your little dose of LGBT D&D lore. If you liked having these little lore episodes, stay tuned, because we're going to have another one of these every month on the last Sunday. In addition, you can check out some new, never-before-seen character art on our Instagram, starting with our character art for Grass. Check it out at lgbtdnd.podcast on instagram or on twitter at lgbtdnd podcast all one word and check out the illustrator for those drawings at ben underscore d-i-m-a-i-o on instagram thank you for turning in and i hope you have an absolutely fantastic week this week <laughs>